so much for tuning in to This Is Real with Pastor Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez, Rave. <laughs> yeah, now I'm starting to get used <laughs> yeah, to it now. I'm yeah, starting yeah, to get used yeah, to it. It kind of flowed right there. Yeah, it kind of flowed. <laughs> and so, uh, man, thank you so much. Just want to, you know, start off by just saying thank you to all the people that partner with us and make this radio show possible. Mm -hmm. um, all those who tune in on... Uh, our podcast, uh, podcast. YouTube, yep, yep. or listening via the radio. We appreciate it, whether you're in Houston or um, Austin, I believe. Austin, yep. So thank you guys so Live much. at 9 on Facebook on yeah, Tuesdays. Yeah, you know, live appreciate. at 9 crews. Yeah, everybody who just, uh, just, just in every form of fashion, right? Because mm -hmm. not just financially. Some of y'all pray for us all the time. Yep. And so we appreciate that, too, yeah. in a world where we need lots and lots of prayer. Yes, and thank you for the encouragement. You know, I, I, we love meeting um, people who've been watching the oh, show yeah, yeah. and have been listening. And mm -hmm. they're like, man, you know, you really helped me get through the day or I listen to you every morning or yeah, something like dope. that. So it's pretty dope. Thank you, guys. And uh, all my guys who are incarcerated who always send us letters, man. Yes. Big shout out to y'all. <laughs> thank you so much for the letters that yep. are coming in. We'll I know right back to every single one. Yep, yep. And some of them right now, I feel like we're, we're a little bit uh, behind on some of the letters. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we will get a letter to you. Yes. So we apologize. And sometimes <laughs> just life gets hectic out here. And uh, thank you, though, for the letters. We really appreciate it. Just the encouragement that we get yep. from you guys. Uh, to say, hey, that, you know, some of the uh, prisons, I guess now we just send the show direct and they're kind of listening to it all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. it's pretty dope. Thank you. Yep. And so today. today, today today's <laughs> a good day. Today's a great day. Um, yeah. It's a little gloomy outside, but it's it's for a reason, right? It's for a I reason. feel like. Because yeah, otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have our guests here. We wouldn't have a guest. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's so true. So I feel like the Lord the, the poured rain, down the blessings. Rain, yeah, the, you know? yeah, yeah. The rain had him like not do the yep. job he needed to do mm -hmm. so he could be here. Yep, exactly. That's pretty good. So, yeah. see, you can't complain about the rain. The yeah, rain will sometimes like shift it. things yeah. around. <laughs> and so, you know, I know this guy now for some years now, yep, man. I've seen. Uh, some of his life, you know, we've we've eaten together. You know, I know him behind the scenes, and I like the fact that he's real. Yeah, you know, uh, you get what you get. Mm -hmm. You know, and so um, I love that about him. Why don't you introduce him? All today? right. So we have with us today none other than Mr. Freddy Aguirre. What? Pa pa pa! Man, what's going on? I see you Welcome, there. Welcome, Freddy's Construction Company. Yes, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. So um. So that's your, what do you do? Tell us a little bit of what you do today. We do structural framing. Yeah? Yeah, we do structural framing. We uh, uh, we're work for about different about eight different builders, as okay. we do throughout the Houston metro area. Nice, nice. nice. How and long have you been doing that for? Since I was 15 years old. Come on. 15 years old. Man. <laughs> and Com the company didn't exist then. But, yeah. But, you yeah, know, totally. I started in the industry. When but I was it was 15. in process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it mm -hmm. was in process. Hey, and so uh, married, because we know you're an amazing wife. You yes. know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah, you want to yeah. share a little bit about that? I have a beautiful, beautiful wife who has stood beside me through the through the highs and the many, many lows. Wow. Um, but today, you know. How long you been married? Up, 32 years. Come 32 wow. years. Man, you're like, yo, you're like a professional. Yeah. You know, 32 years, 32 I'm years. I'm going to try to make y'all feel old, but I ain't even been alive 32 years. Yeah, I feel more like Paul, the apostle. Yeah. Paul. He said, every day I learn. Yes, yeah, totally, totally. And so, kiddos, uh, you guys yes, have kiddos? Yes, we have uh, four kids. Want to give them a shout out? Yes, uh, Bianca. We have uh, Freddie the Third. Come on. Edward and uh, Brianna. And then we have uh, two boys that we took in, Michael and uh, Dalen. Nice. Yeah. Man, that's fire. <laughs> and so awesome. you you hear this guy, married 32 years, family man, mm -hmm. all these great things. 
uh, owning a construction company, which is super incredible. Yeah. You know, on the show, we like to bring, we've brought all kinds of people, Everyone, right? Everyone, like, all walks uh, of life, career <laughs> Diet paths. plans, you know, yeah. uh, been saved 30 years, one day, you know, we just really like to show how vast, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just Christianity, you know? Right. And, and I think everybody's at different levels, so everybody speaks to somebody. Yeah. Right. So when they hear all that, they're like, that's pretty awesome, but that's not how life started for you, oh, no. right? Oh, so no. tell us a little bit about your life before you met Jesus. Oh, mm -hmm. man. It was, uh, of course, I come from a broken home. Okay. How many so, people there? Uh, how many How many uh, people in your family then? What was your home? Uh, yeah. It was me, my mom, my, my dad, and my little sister, Melissa. Okay. Yeah, we, we uh, and I, I grew up in the era where it was okay to, to beat your mom where the cops would just come by and settle things down and just move on. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you know, so you're not to be bad. So that's, no, that, no, you're good. That kind of follows follows a pattern of life, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, just, it, it was filled with drugs, alcohol, you know. You name it, it was there, adultery, everything, you know. Yeah. In, in your home, like this is what, as you as a child. Yeah, so she grew up there. Okay. Yes, you know, uh. And I used to, I don't know if you could imagine the movie Rocky. That's how my dad used to leave my mom. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she's a strong woman. In 2003, she, she quit drinking and, and changed her life, turned her life wow. for God. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good thing, you know. Mm -hmm. It's been a good thing. Then you fast forward. Uh, uh, how are you in high school? What happens to you when I you never, grow up a little bit? I get, to, I get to high school. And this crazy thing is that uh, growing up, man, I, I, you know, I remember that, uh, like a lot of my cousins yeah uh, man i remember a couple of my aunts verbally telling me you know you're not allowed to play with them because you're going to be nothing you know you're going to be just like your dad mm. you know and so your dad was known by what was your dad known but for? my dad was like he was like the little head honcho the little we grew up in the city of south houston okay everybody knew who he was yeah mm. so by the time i'm 14 i'm already hitting the bars you know mm. my mom's a drunk my my dad thinks he's out uh al pacino you know so yeah yeah, yeah. So, you know, here I am. That's 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 the goal. That was I, a I product get, of your environment. Yeah, I got I got to get to that goal. Mm -hmm. So, by the time Scarface comes out, you know, and uh, I believe I started using cocaine at the age of sixteen. Wow. So sixteen years, sixteen yeah. years old. Are you in high school? No, no. You, no I'm so, married by now. Okay, okay. Wow. Let's back up a little bit. Yeah. So did you? So you 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 get to high school? Yeah. Uh, freshman year. You get yeah, freshman, freshman year? year. I actually worked the the year that I was uh, eighth grade going into ninth grade. I worked all summer. And told my dad I didn't want to get paid, uh, save my money, and then I bought me a car. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I bought me a car right, right after my 14th birthday. 14th birthday. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so now what happens? So now because go, do you stay? To, yeah, I go. I still go start to go to high school and and but you know it's just that I didn't have any interest anymore. You know? Okay. Because yeah, the world's pulling you. Yeah. Now by this yeah. time, so you yeah. get out of high school. Yeah. And uh, man, it's because it it was tough because like even through junior high. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let my dad rest in peace. But, you know, I remember him waking me up in the middle of the night and saying, hey, uh, go over there to so-and-so's house. You're going to pick this up or drop this off. Yeah. You know, I'm like 12 years old, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, so you don't really have a choice. Yeah. So, and then, heck, I think I was 15. He sent me to, to Alabama hmm. with about. Yeah. Or, you know. With a bunch of stuff. bunch of stuff in the car. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know. So either you get, way, though. So you get at 15. You you get out of high school? I get out of high school because my wife gets pregnant. Okay, 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 okay. I'm missing out. When did you get married? When when's this happening? So, this is between the car. This is between the car and the trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get married. Yeah. So then, what happens is that. Uh, did you meet her on the trip? 
No, we okay, didn't leave her trip. We, we, okay, okay, trip. Okay. we met her at Super. I met her at Super Track. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and uh, so she gets pregnant. We dated for a year, then we were like 13. We started dating. Then she gets pregnant. Yeah. And uh, so she's young too. Yeah, she's yeah. young too. And uh, so then we decide that uh, we're gonna get together, and we uh, we end up not getting married at first she's pregnant and my dad goes to jail mm. my dad goes to jail for truancy because okay. i'm not a 16 yet so he does like eight 18 days in the county jail so he says hey all you got to do is go get married so i can get out of jail and i said wow so actually the wow. first time we got married uh, was so my dad could get out of jail mm. yeah so we weren't even old enough to to get married ourselves we were both 15 so my mom signed her and her dad signed for us to get married, and so funny thing is like yeah, we'll just fast forward uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, years and years, you know, when we would be arguing, she'd be like, "I'm not even married to you," you know. My mom signed for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom married you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, God brought yeah. us a wedding. Down totally. Road. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Awesome. Totally. Yeah. But, but you know, so then that happens, and then of course I begin to live the same cycle. We begin mm-hmm. to live the same cycle. At, at, yeah, so now how old are you? 18, 19? No, I'm 16, 17 16, years 17. old. Okay. We're already still living the same cycle. Yep. You know, yeah. I'm abusing her But with verbally. a baby. Yeah, with a baby. Mm-hmm. No, by the time we were 17, we had two kids. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm abusing her physically, verbally, you know, and I'm abusing drugs. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, then so I say, you know what, man? Uh, we're always broke. We ain't never got enough. We used to, it's funny thing, here's a true story. We used to go live with somebody for three months to save our money to go put a deposit on an apartment to move out to an apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we would live at the apartment for like two months, and then we would realize we're, not, it's, we're living beyond our means. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we get evicted, and then we go live with somebody else. And then, uh, and then we cycle. Did, I think we repeated that cycle. I, I, you know, God is my witness. Shame the devil tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that like five six times yeah wow yeah so then i said you know what i came up with a different theory i said you know what i said i told her i said i saw this movie scarface i said i know what i need to do we got mm-hmm. it wow. and then life takes a different turn you know yeah and we go we, it gets pretty deep out there you know and, and it seems all good in the beginning yes. right oh man you're all oh, smiling man. now y'all like yeah. we got some money yeah I, i'll tell you about that part but i'm also going to remind yeah, you yeah yeah no yeah but yeah because, because i i, I People think that just because there's, you know, there's a little part where everybody's like, woohoo, that yeah. that it stays like that, yeah. you know? And, you know, it's crazy, though, because in the, it, it literally went from nothing to something. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this is crazy because I don't know how this works or or, or I know God's hand is, is on the good. Yeah. But it's it's like his protection was on me yeah. all the time since I was a baby boy. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's like a meme, uh, not a meme, there's a story about the kid who talks about being behind the couch and mm. Jesus was behind the couch with him. You know, I actually lived that. I actually can remember my dad beating my mom and somebody being there with me and telling and holding my hand and saying, it's going to be okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, you know, and so here we go. We're, we're now we're, 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 we're dealing in the imports and, you know, yeah. and it's just blowing up, blowing up. Man, yeah. we go buy Lexus. We're doing all kinds of things, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, man, it just, but it seemed like no matter how much I sold, I was always broke. Yeah. It's like to me, and, and this man told me this, this wise man told me this, lived down the block from me. He says, what you do is like holding water in your hands. He says, you can't hold that water all day long. He says, it's there for a second. He says, but before you know it, that water's gone from your hands. Gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's and, never enough, right? Yeah. 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 So, then, uh, so then Blanca says, uh, I think we're now we're fast forward, we're like 24 years old, and 
and she says no we can't the kids can't live this life you know you're, you're you're too crazy you're doing all kinds of things and you got too many people coming and going and and i said uh she said you either got to choose this or you choose us and uh so you know i said well how are we gonna live how are we gonna live you know this is how we make money and she said no you gotta go so she told me to leave and i left and uh, i went to my mom's house and i said you know what I don't even know why I said that. I, could, I can remember saying at about the age of eight years old, I told God, I don't even know why you brought me in this world. Yeah. I said, you know, I went over to my mother's one morning and uh, I knocked on her door and I told her, hey, let me lay down and take a, a nap. I walked into the back bedroom and put a gun on my chest and shot myself barrel to the chest. Really? Yeah, I literally just had the gun just like this. And when I turned, I missed my heart by a quarter inch. Hmm. That night, that day, the doctor, my doctor was Dr. Red Duke. He's a well, he was a well-known doctor here in the mm. Houston area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, I wasn't going to make it through the night. I was 80% machine and 20% me. Wow. But by the grace of God, here I sit today. Wow. Yeah. Amen. But, you know, it just. So what happens when you come to? Like, uh, what happens? Uh, I come to, and, and so I say to myself, okay. Maybe I've been getting too high. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. yeah, this is yeah, still maybe crazy, Maybe I need to right? slow down a little bit. Yeah, so I said, you know what? Let me go. I'm going to go back to work. I know framing. I'm going to go back to work. So I, I call my uncle. Well, actually, the doctor says, you know, you got to stay here for, like, another five days. I've been there, like, six, seven days already. And I said, no. I said, uh, <laughs> man, if I'm going to get this together, we ain't got insurance. And my kids need pampers. I got to yeah. go, man. Yeah. So nine days later, after shooting myself, almost being pronounced dead, I was back on the house. Uh, top of a house picking up rafters. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it just, you would think at that point things get better, but they don't, you know, it just, so we get back together. And then again, here I go again, fast forwarding in the, in the wrong world. And uh, so the May 17th, 1999, it's my mother-in-law's birthday. Uh, I got busted. One of my friends uh, who I grew up with, I mean, through elementary. Yeah. He, he turned me in. So I'll never forget sitting in jail that night, and I said to myself, this is the worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. It was actually the best. Right? Yes. I look back at it now, and that's my anniversary to to the life, to better life. Mm-hmm. You get you received Jesus Christ? You yeah. got well, actually, I didn't at first. Okay. I was sitting there waiting for my trial, you yeah. know? So then I'm sitting there, and some guy says, uh, hey, you want to go to church with me? And uh, and I was like, no, nah, you know? <laughs> I'm good. And, uh, and you know... And he was of a different race, you know. Yeah. So, and I was like my race, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good, man. He goes, no, nah, come on. So, man, you're in the and you're in the county. You're in a, in, a, in a like thirty by thirty room, you know. Yeah. You never go nowhere. So I said, well, you know what? I'll get to get out of here a little bit. Let me go with him. Yeah. So I asked him one day. I said, well, what kind of church is it? He says, uh, it's Christian. I said, I'm Catholic, bro. <laughs> yeah, the Catholic. The Catholic. <laughs> you, you said something. <laughs> yeah, no, no, totally. Yeah. You, so then I said, no, I'll, I'll come with you, man. And I remember <laughs> sitting in there, and I'm listening to the, the pastor preach, and I'm like, man. And he's really touching me, you know. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm tough. You know, I, this is not me, you know. So I said, I'll go back. And then the next week he said, you want to go again? I said, no, nah, I'm not going to go this week. So then I waited the following week. And I said, yeah, I'll go back. I went. And I uh, stood up for salvation, mm. man. And uh, man, I'll tell you what—it's—it's—it's it's, it's been a ride. It's been a good ride, you know. But you know what? The, the real thing is, here's the deal. You know, I think that—and uh, this is just me speaking for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
sometimes I used to feel like, man, I can't go all the way this way with Jesus because if I make mistakes, people are waiting for waiting to crucify me. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's like and that's the way I felt a lot of times through my through my dad's family that I was waiting to be crucified, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just oh no, but he was out there doing that and he was out there doing this. You know, and I said, you know, so what's real? What's real? What walk with Jesus is really real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to dance. I don't go out and drink, but I like to dance. Yeah. You know? So I would say, you know what? And I always told my wife, you know what? This is just, this is me who I like to be, you know? But but at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, it's most times people end up in prison behind money. You go commit murder behind money most of the time. Mm-hmm. You just don't go kill somebody because you want to kill somebody. Yeah. You go rob somewhere because you need money. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, so you, you go sell drugs because you need money. Yeah, and you know, and, I, and and the honest to God truth is, I was I dropped out of school at fourteen. I didn't have no education. I never thought, how are we gonna make it? The only way I knew was selling drugs. But when I got saved, and I started, I started to wait, and, and you know, it's crazy. I get saved, and and after I get out, I'm all, I get out of jail. I'm saved. We're going to church, and I mean, I'm at the church because I'm trying to so occupy myself. I'm at the church three, four, five nights a week. Mm-hmm. They got something going on. I'm there. Yeah, you know? totally. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anything. Yeah, you know. So then, uh, man, I, like six, seven months passed. We ain't got no running water. We ain't got no gas. And I'm like, God, you know. The test, huh? Yes, man, Lord. Mm. You know, it's it's November, Lord. It, the water's cold. You know, I just want a warm shower so I can go to work tomorrow. You know, or sometimes I get a job, then I wouldn't get a job for a while. You know, and I'm like, man, we're always broke. I'm pawning to. I, I get my tools out of the pawn shop. And then I, I got to repawn them while I'm mm. waiting on the next mm-hmm. job. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's getting tough. And uh, and then mer- just by his provision, one day the door opens for me. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on to that thought. We'll be right back. And let's see what happens when the door opens, you know, because sometimes a lot of times we feel stuck. And that's usually where we revert back. But you waited and doors open. We'll be right back. This is real. Stay tuned. We are back. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. I couldn't see the finger. Yeah, I took my glasses I, I off. So I'm like, I'm like, it. I look cool, but I can't see. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. So, um, you know what? We've got Freddie in the building. Freddie in the and building. He's sharing the story. So we have like a, a shift, right? A life-changing yeah. moment. Yeah, totally. Where you're doing your best. You're Like you said, you're... you're in church every single opportunity you yeah. can you're not doing anything illegal you're yeah. trying to work you're trying to make it trying to provide trying to stay in the right path you know and doing like, all the right things lord yeah but you're still struggling you got to pawn your tools got to take them out try to do work and then what happens so then uh we go to church on that wednesday wednesday night and uh man i'm i go up for prayer and i'm like man we go to and then we leave church we go home and i told my wife i said babe I said, man, the kids kids need to eat because at this point it's 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 gotten so bad that Blanca's parents lived across the street from us, and we would send them over there to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she would, her and the kids would eat dinner over there. I would eat sometimes at the job sites like mm-hmm. tacos the guys would give me, and it's it's bad. So and uh, man, I said, Lord, and then you know, and I, I start thinking about some people, and and I said, you know what? Let me call this guy, and I called him up, and and he says, No, look at Tunita. Whatever you need, just call me. Whatever you want. And I said, man. So I hung up the phone, and I'm pacing around the house. And, and Blanca's like, babe. She's always my voice for a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says, babe, don't do it. 
don't do it. She says, you, you said, you promised God if he got you out of that, you weren't going to sell no mm. more. Mm. And she goes, and I said, okay. So the next morning, the phone rings about 9.30 in the morning. And this guy calls me. He says, hey, so-and-so just got fired, and I knew who he was talking about. He goes, do you want to come up here and frame some houses? Mm. And I said, which is here in Spring, Texas. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm on my way. So by this time, the guys who would help me had already gone to work with somebody else for the week because I didn't have no work. So I went by uh, Canal Street, pick up the daily laborers. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I told Blanca, go go pawn this, this, and this so I could pay them for the day just so I could show up with a crew. So I'm out there. These guys don't know nothing about framing. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling them, just bring me those boards yeah, yeah, here, yeah. bring me those boards <laughs> there, and I'm, put, yeah. I'm putting it together, yeah. you know? It could have been Freddie's framing. <laughs> <laughs> or you, the dudes are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then... Uh, Man, it goes, so I get my crew together, and we start going. And then all of a sudden, man, I said, man, it's, and I remember saying to God, God, you got to strengthen me. This is, this. I feel like this is, the, the wind's blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. Yeah, I said, it, it, it's my time. And, uh, man, we just start going, and, and within a year, man, I mean, I literally, I went from making about 15000 a year, our company grossing about, our company was grossing to maybe about 30000 a year, but yeah. I was having to pay employees out of that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, you know, the first year, we, we grossed, like, Two hundred grand. Yeah. That's dope. Amen. Yeah, you know, and I have. So then, all of a sudden, it's it just getting better and better. You know, now I'm hiring crews to work. I take my nail bag off. I'm no longer swinging my hammer. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, and then here we go. Boom. We went from two hundred thousand the company, and then we we start over a million. You know. Mm-hmm. Wow. In two years, and and then all of a sudden, but you know, uh, and and I'll never forget this scripture I read. It says, you know, when you get on that mountaintop, don't forget me. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know who got in the way? I got in the way. Totally. Yeah, because by that time, I'm getting a little big-headed. So we're like 2004. I'm probably framing like 40 houses a week. Yeah. You know, and this thing is just blown up. And now I'm telling people, you don't know who I am? I'm Freddie Aguirre, boy. You know, and and I got this big head. That pride kicked in. Mm. And then, uh, tragically, my dad passed away in 2005. And uh, that really, really, like, kicked me in the throat. I really thought I knew God, but I didn't. I didn't, I knew him, and I had a relationship with him, but I was, he was second fiddle to to Freddie's construction. Mm. See, Yeah, you created that, an idol. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I was mad, you know. My dad was only 50 years old. He never told me he was proud of me. Mm. You know, and I just said, you know what? I went back out there, started mm. partying again. Blanco would have to go get me because I had money. So no matter where I went, people accepted me there because they knew it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then it's the company's still doing I'm still putting a good face on in the mornings, you know, from what is from, from 7 to 11. Yeah. I'm going to work, organizing everybody out, and I'm going to do my bad stuff. And uh, What does man, it take to bring you back? Uh, so what happens now? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. So, but here's the catch, and I wanted to say I want people to know this. You know that no matter how high I was, I was at church on Sundays. Mm. Mm. I might have been looking around and thought the ushers were narcs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. Hey, they go like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like <laughs> they're like seating a family of five, and he's ready to like. Oh, okay, another no. thing. Blanca. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm serious. I'm sitting there and I'm telling her, we just get all the way in the back. Just get all the way in the back so I keep an eye on everybody. 
<laughs> it's black like, as black bears shaking their heads. Yes. <laughs> so and 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 I remember there was times that that uh, man Blanca would break down crying. She says, "What is it gonna take? God has given it to you all." And uh, but you don't hear those things. That stuff doesn't register in your head. It's almost like to be clean when you're that high. It's like Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to hear it, right? Yeah. You become you yeah. become deaf to, to yeah. the things that are true. So then I, I'll never forget 2000, uh, 2006, 2007. No, 2006, a year after my dad died, uh, right about the time he died, he, he came to me in a dream. And he said, and it's crazy because I just talked to another cousin about her dad dying about the same time a year later. Yeah. And he tells me, son, I need you to get right. And I said, but dad, did you make it to heaven? And he says, son, I'm, 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 I'm there, but I need you to get right so I can go. And I said, what do you mean go? And he goes, I need you to get right, son. He says, if you get right, everything will be all right. And I'm like, man. So I was like confused for months, yeah. you know? Yeah. But then fast forward 2007, the market crashes because at this time, pride is, pride is already taking me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Destruction. Yeah. I, we're making money. I don't even care about the money. You know, I'm just... Just yeah. doing all bad. And, uh, and so in 2007, when the market crashes, by 2008, by 2008, 2009, I, I hadn't worked after the market crashes. I don't go yeah. to work at all. I just, but here's the crazy thing. The market crashes, and because now I'm going to lose, I don't have no more money coming in, I stopped doing drugs. Hmm. And, and then I literally planted myself in a chair and watched, uh, what's the Channel 14, the, TBN? TBN, all day long. That's all I do, all day long. And about a year and a half later, my, my oldest daughter, she's about 17 years old, and we're running out of money at this time already. And now I'm falling behind on mortgage payments. And she walks in the room, and we had no money but no more to buy groceries. No more. We were. Mm. I went down. I literally got all my stuff together, went down to the food stamp office. And I said, hey, you know what? I lost my job. I said, but I've been paying like... Fifteen thousand dollars in taxes the last ten years. I said, I just need some money, need some food stamps to feed my family this week. I said, God will fix it, figure it out for me. He said, No, you don't qualify. You have too many, your cards are too new. I said, Okay, all right. So I said, I trust you, Lord. And my daughter, but at this point, I'm not, I'm not like, I feel like I feel like my ju- to go make money is a trigger for me to go back out there and get hired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, You know, I really don't want to work. You know. And but then I was sitting in my chair, and my daughter comes in. She was working at Sonic, and she tells me, uh, here, Daddy, here's $40 you can have spending money. Oh, my God, I jumped out of my chair, Pastor. It broke you. It broke me. I said, baby, whoa, 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 let me tell you something. I said, Daddy's down right now. I said, but I serve a God who's more than enough. I said, in his time, he's going to give it back to me. I said, but I, maybe I'm not ready. I said, but no, 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 you take your money. Hmm. And, uh, man, so then, like, a month after that, you know, I have a, a dream, and God is like literally. Uh, he's Jesus is sitting there, and and I'm sitting there, and we're talking, and He tells me, He says, "I have plans for you, but you can't let you get in the way." He says, "I'll give it all back to you." He says, "But if not, but if you go backward, then I have to bring you home with me." Hmm. So then I told, I told my, immediately I woke up and I told my wife, I said, babe, Debbie, check this out. And she said, all right. So this is 2012 by now. And I, I mean, I'm dead broke. I have no money. 
we have no money, our house is in foreclosure. You know? And then work just starts coming again. It just starts coming again. And and everything I do now is I tr we try to put God first in everything we do. Yeah. You know, I'm a man though. Sometimes I might say I. I don't mean I. I mean we. We is me and Blanca and, yeah. and God. You know, because it, it takes the three of us to tango. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to make this to work. You know, and it just. But you know, today we can honestly say that God has done wonders. We were just talking about this last night on the way home. I said, you know, I said, we were talking about where we were in 2012 to where God has taken us today. Yeah. It's where are you at today? Uh, today we're, we, we've uh, invested in the real estate and I, and uh, we can honestly say that if, if if God put it on said to us, hey, that's it. Close the company down within. We'll be good. That's good. We'll it's really good. Yeah. And so your family's thriving. Everybody's yeah. breathing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's breathing. Everybody, everything we do though, it's all about our kids now. You know, yeah. and I know they're grown adults. Blanca always reminds me, they're not little anymore. You know, they're not like, <laughs> but it's, I say, no, look at this house. We can get this for them, or we can yeah. get that for them. Or we, That's dope. Yeah, you know, just God has been real good to us. He's, uh, you know, we just try to, I try to, I think the main thing is uh, we try to make ourselves available mm -hmm. for Him. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Stay available, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's crazy because uh, uh, I write I write these uh, guys that are incarcerated on JPay every day. Yeah, Monday through Friday, and my, one of my cousins was incarcerated with him. And, uh, you know, we were sending him a little money. We were taking care of him while he was in there. And when he came out, he was literally tatted from 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 chin to to feet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and Block is jokingly says, "Oh, look at all the pictures you painted for me." Paid for. <laughs> oh wow, that's so hilarious! That but he funny. was he. It, but all out of that came out something good. So, one of his sellies, he was selling the, the JPay I would send him for a soup. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And uh, so when he was gonna get out, I started to. The guy says, "Hey, uh, can you tell your cousin to write me?" And I said, "Yeah." So I start writing this guy. I don't know this guy from Adam. Yeah, I write him every day for three years till he gets out. He wasn't ever supposed to get parole. He gets parole. He gets parole. He gets out. He calls me. We start talking. And he says, man, he says, you know what? He goes, at the time you started writing me, he says, my family had quit writing me. Mm. He says, but he goes, I was in the Bible, and the Bible said that when, when nobody's there, God is there. Yeah. He says, and, and God affirmed that when you started writing me. Mm. And today it's crazy because that guy's preaching all over the uh, radios in Mexico. Wow. Mm, come on. Hey, yeah. this is what we're going to do. We're going to get to the fun part, which, you know, uh, it's still it's fun, uh, all of it's you know. fun, but this is what we like to do the segments. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start with Dear Younger Me. Oh, Dear Younger Me. And so we'll do that mm -hmm. as soon as we get back from this commercial break. Amen. Hey, we're back. Welcome back, you guys. So all right. Freddie in the building. Let's and do this. We're going to kick it off with the first segment, which is Dear Younger Me, right? Yeah, let's so do this. So Back to the Future, we put you in the DeLorean. Take us back to a younger version of yourself. It could be any age. What were you like? And then if you could give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Mm, how old would you be? You got in the car. Mm. Okay, I'll say that. I want to go back to where my innocence was. Okay. Mm -hmm. How old are you? About 12, 13 years 12, 13. old. 12, 13. What are you going nice. to tell that 12, 13? Yeah. You're talking to Freddie. So. Yes. All right. Uh, you know, stay focused. 
stay focused because everything that I was doing in school, I was always ahead of everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have the parent backup. Yeah. You know, I just, it was just me. And, so talk and, to Freddie. Talk to Freddie. And, right and I'm just saying, you know, stay focused. Just stay focused and find a family. If your family's not going to church, find a family that is going to church mm-hmm. and get in the car with them and go. Because if you start to put God in your world at that age, you don't know how ahead of the game you're going to be mm-hmm. when you hit your mid-20s. Yeah. You know, because if you if you think about it, uh, us, you know, people who hit the streets and then come out of it, everybody ends up at church. Yeah. You know, I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Everybody ends up at church. Yeah. I've had people say, Nambre. And I said, they're dying. Puedes venir a orar por mí? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So you just got back. I'm going to put you back two times, mm-hmm. maybe three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to put you back at a time because you said your dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I want to put you back in the car, and I want you to talk to your dad. Mm-hmm. Okay? I want you to talk to your dad, and I want to know with everything you know now, obviously you understand mercy you understand grace there was a season where you were just really angry most of your life mm-hmm. but now you get an opportunity to go back and talk to your dad what would freddie say to his dad if you can talk to him right now i said thank you dad thank you for teaching me construction thank you for you know for just being my father and, and you know just he did Parents do what parents are taught. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're bad parents. Mm. So, you know, I know he did the best of what he thought was the best from his environment. So, you know, I just want him to know I love him. And I thank the Lord that he was that you were with me for 50 and a half years. What would you tell him in the, the situation he was in and the way he was behaving with what you know now, what advice would you give to that dad that was maybe abusive to his wife? What would you say to your dad? Wow. You know, I would say, Dad, you know, that, that's, that's not good, but, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that my dad never really, like, found good life, you know? When my parents were married, they were married for, like, eight years. We were... We were rich. My dad had the same thing going I have going. Yeah. What would you say to him? What would you say to your dad in an abusive state? Swallow your pride because things happen. Things happen, and and sometimes we think mentally you can't get past it. But if you swallow your pride and don't look to the left and don't look to the right because voices are always going to be talking, Mm -hmm. stay focused because God's going to give you double for this. This yeah. wrong, this wrong. God's going to give you double if you stay focused. Okay, I'm going to put you back in the car. You're in about the same area, and your mom, at this moment, because you said she became clean. So maybe somebody's mom out there who's an alcoholic and drinking a lot, and everything that's going on, maybe is she's going through the same thing. If I put you back at a state where she was drunk and all that was happening, what would this Freddie say to his mom if he could speak to his mom? was an alcoholic mom you hold the keys to my tomorrow because the apple don't fall far from the tree and most of us let's be realistic most coming out of the hood where I grew up 
to seek a higher education, a lot of it's not available. It is available, but we but life happens. Mm. So when you immediately kick in muscle memory, and who you are today is what I'm going to become. Mm. So just think about that. If you're okay with your kid living like that, then continue. But if you're not, maybe let's get some help. That's mm. so good. That's awesome. Okay. I'm gonna put you one more time back on the door, <laughs> just one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been married 32 years. You said uh, that you know you were in the same cycle as your dad. I want to know what this Freddie would say to that Freddie in the moments where, um, and me and you and Blanca, we've walked together on some of this stuff. But I kind of just want you know maybe somebody's out there. I want you to talk to that Freddie because. I see how in love you are with your wife, and I see your relationship today. And there's 32 years of that. What would you say to that Freddie that was doing the things to Blanca that maybe you now you're like, I would never do that to Blanca. But what would you say to that Freddie who's in the middle of that, and he's literally has something precious in his hands, but he's, you know, being the way Freddie was? What would you say to Freddie? Being 100% real, let me tell you something. Women usually don't cheat on men. Men make women cheat on them Hmm. you know your dog doesn't try to get out from your fence unless you're in the backyard kicking it I don't mean to use it in that form but but, you know if you don't treat it right somebody else will so what would you say to Freddie you better think about what you're doing because the reality is when you physically or verbally abuse your spouse at the moment you're instilling pain on them but when they instill the pain back as a man living in that state you got so much pride running it, it kicks you in the chest kicks you in the heart like it doesn't go away mm. avoid that think about it you know think about it life is so much better and here's the catch there is no man in this world no man that without first of all God but if you're married and you're, and you're not working two as one, there is no success. Hmm. You're chasing your tail. You can live a lie, buy the Mercedes, buy whatever you want to buy, but if you ain't working two as one, you have no success. What would you say to Blanca? I mean, I know you've said it already. You know, you probably uh, asked for forgiveness, all kinds of stuff, but what would you say to Blanca, who's hurt, abused at that time? Like you said, you through the highs and the lows, right? So someone listening may be... In, in one of those lows right now and they, they're they married to a Freddie what would you tell them what would you say to, yeah what would you say to her you know honestly this is not biblical but no woman should sit around and, and allow a man to beat on her and to verbally abuse her because it starts verbally most times it ends up becoming physical what would you say to Blanca I'd say I've, I've told her this yeah well I'm just I told take her me don't, there I said Babe, I don't know why you stayed with me. I don't know why you stayed with me. You know what she tells me? She clearly heard God tell her to stay with me. Mm. She clearly heard God tell her to stay with me. And I, and I told her, you know. You want to stand in the gap and apologize for maybe somebody else who maybe is not getting that apology in a time yeah, where they're probably getting yeah, abusive? You know, I'll say this to, to Blanca. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I am so, so sorry, you know. And we always make a joke and say she came from the Cleavers. I came from the Mansons. Yeah. You know, uh, I am so, so sorry, Blanca, for all the, the abuse, the pain I put you through. 
you know I wish I could take it back but I can't but I'll I won't I won't leave this earth without trying to make it up hmm. you know? that's cool yeah. oh let's move you're back in the Lorian back in 2022 you did great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next one we've got it's a little fun, right? Because you fun. shared a little bit about it, how you know you grew up in a certain part of town and everyone knew who your dad was. So the final segment is you think you know me, right? Mm. So some people probably had a conception of who Freddie was or who Freddie was gonna be or maybe who Freddie is now, right? Maybe right. somebody from the past, you know, sees Freddie. So with you think you know me, share with us something that people assume about you and then um, set the record straight on maybe why they're wrong or what's something that people always think of you. And you got to start it off with you think you know me okay you and think you, you know me <laughs> <laughs> uh you know growing up yeah it's uh you know i, I was freddie jr so yeah. i was always little freddie baby freddie jr you know so you 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 almost have to be somebody you're not mm. you know and it's tough you know my dad was a tough guy you know and all there was like eight bars that he frequented and so, you know, remember I said apple don't totally. fall far from the tree. That's where I ended up at. So, you know, you got to live up to this name, this deal, but I, that's that's not really who I am. Mm. I'm really a lovable guy, you know, very just love to be. I love to go out and help people. That's what yeah. I do, man. It just, you know, just that's I want to come running. You got a you come got on. a problem? I want to come running to help rescue you, mm. you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes I let my mind get in the way of rescuing people, but you know I try to stay in God's path and, it's really and good. You know, make sure. You know, I always tell my kids the other day, even when my kids call me, yeah, and they call us, they they won't call mom because mom will tell them, "Well, what have you done for yourself first? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, "So now I got this new saying: Are you sitting in the car with your hazard lights on, or are you out trying to push it?" I said, "Because you know when you're driving down the road, it's, and you're driving down, and you're passing up a car, and it's got its hazard lights on, you just kind of glance over and see who's in the car." But if you're driving down the road and somebody's out trying to push his car because it's out of gas, mm. somebody himself. Come on, Freddie. You immediately feel obligated to pull over and help that person. Mm -hmm. So that's our new saying. Are you pushing your car or are you, you just sitting with your hazard lights on? So good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really so like funny. that one. Yeah, I like it too. Pop, <laughs> pop. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's funny. So you want to do the struggle? Because you said the last one, but maybe oh, we could I do the... Oh, I skipped it. You skipped I it. I skipped uh -huh. the struggle was real. Okay, share... Is it dinner? Okay. No. Share with us something that... The struggle was real. So share with us something that you struggled with, but then how you overcame it. Or something that you're currently struggling and how you're overcoming it. Um... I, w I want everybody to know. We, we, we look at the wife real quick. Yeah. She's like, she's like, can <laughs> uh, No, I, I want to, this is dear to my heart. I want mm -hmm. everybody to know I was hooked on cocaine for, for 17 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For 17 years, cocaine had me in a headlock and, and, and it, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I couldn't see east or west. But you know what? I'm going to tell you, uh, like I said earlier, no matter how high I got, I still listen to CDs and sermons while yeah. I was driving around high, continue to come to church. And let me tell you, there's a there's a saying, a hashtag that I use, God always wins. God always wins, and he mm -hmm. always wins. And today we can sit back and say that. You know, I'm going to tell you uh, something that in 1992, I was bad at that point. Blanca's aunt from Mexico visited, and she's sitting there, and I'm out, and it's a Friday night, and she tells uh, Blanca's like, oh, no, you don't know my, my husband, Thea? And she tells him, no, no, no. She says, Freddie's going to go, and he's going to be going with his Bible, and he's going to be helping people. He's going to be telling people about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Blanca tells her mom, man, I think your sister getting crazy here. 
What was the what was the struggle though? What was the struggle that what what did you struggle with that you how'd you overcome your struggle? With drugs, with cocaine, with with God, with God, with God, mm-hmm. with God nice, with God. You know, it just uh, I remember going to a, and and I don't want to veer you off from this. Yeah, I, I remember because if the doctor says you take it, you take it. That's you. But I remember going to a psychiatrist and them getting in my head. Yeah, and. <laughs> And they laid out a paper with about 100 faces on it. And they said, well, uh, circle the three you feel like, you know. And then it says, well, do you think you're crazy? I said, no, I think you're crazy for thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, at the end of the day, get the help. There's helps, you know, secular, there's helps. But I'm always going to say this at the end of the day, I, you know. And everybody says, well, there's more ways than God. And I said, no, that's the, that's that's the strongest way. The strongest way is God. Am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect. Do I have shortcomings? I have shortcomings. Do I get mad? I get mad. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter. Don't let your thought, your mind shame you into not getting closer to God. Continue to get closer to him mm-hmm. daily. Just mm-hmm. daily, daily. There's daily. a way out. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the way. There's a yeah. way out. Man, yeah. thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate uh, your time, your story, your vulnerability, just everything. I'm hoping that uh, those that are listening today uh, grasp something. And maybe you're in that place and you need to reach out. To someone to get some help. Thank you so much for for sharing. You know, the Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all else will be added unto you. Stop seeking the added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom, and everything else will get added. Is kind of what I got out of the story, yeah. right? He, yeah. he's you seek the added things, and you you miss. If you make number two, uh, number one, then you don't get anything. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like everyone who's listening can find themselves at um, at any point in the story. Yeah, you know, whether you're the child who grew up in a broken home. Like you said, or whether you're the spouse who is in a, a a troubling marriage, or you know the mom, the dad. So I really appreciate your honesty, your vulnerability, and yeah, and all dope. of that. And I hope everyone listening um, can really identify and take the the value of what Freddie's sharing. You and know, shout out to. Blanca, who remains. Yes. Shout out to to Blanca. And um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Freddie, for being here. Juan Martinez from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter and some good times and some fire and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace